Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm the real Slim Shady, Colleen Grandy. It sounds better when I say my last name. It's your turn, Anoop. I know, I was just going to wait until you <laughs> felt ah, uncomfortable about it. It didn't take long. And I'm the host whose turn it is, Anoop. So should I edit in more time and I'm the last <laughs> co-host, Matt? Like three minutes? <laughs> Roughly, roughly, yeah. I, like, I think like it can really hold out. Dead silence. There's a podcast that I listen to where they love to do that, where they just both get real quiet. It's it fucks with me every single time. I'm like, is it buffering? What 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 the fuck happened? So what did we what what did we do? I'm just looking up so I can make sure I get the album name right. Album All right. the, yeah, I just didn't want to say it wrong. I couldn't. There were a bunch of Eminem ones. Okay, this. I'm sorry. Week, what are you talking about? We, you know, Eminem. We picked the Marshall Mathers LP. I. We talked no, about this last we week, and e- you told you we were doing. We were doing Eminem. Eminem. No, no, no. Eminem singular. No Eminems. Yeah, Eminems album. The Marshall Mathers LP. <laughs> Did you not get that? <laughs> I got M&M's, a series of them. Oh, boy. Well, I hope you've <laughs> recently listened to the Marshall Mathers LP as well. As it were, I was listening to it this morning. <laughs> Unrelated. He's had, he's had the CD. I was listening to it this morning because I hate women. So <laughs> that unrelated to the podcast, though. That Man, if you it. hate women, this album is right up your alley. Yeah, like it starts strong. You're just like, this pushes all the right buttons. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's funny because, all right, so we did the Marshall Mathers LP. And I remember listening to my backstory with this album is and I remember listening to it. It came out in 2000, by the way. So I remember listening to it like with my mom. I remember my mom really liked Eminem. And of course, it was the censored version because back then you could buy like the C- like I tried to find the censored version of the album on I think iTunes. Called clean, and I couldn't find it. But I I remember my mom bought it. We'd listen to it, and it was I just ha- I just want to say it was a very strange, uh, very strange sensation to hear the words actually all in there because normally they're not bleeping it out, right? They're just like erasing the word from existence in the censored version so it's really well, bizarre so to actually hear the swear words it depends sometimes nowadays they usually find a clean version of the lyric so like uh Silo's fuck you becomes forget you yeah yeah so little things like that but I, you can't do that you with can't M&M. do that yeah. you'd be exhausted yeah, yeah. There would be no lyrics, though, if you just don't sing them. <laughs> but, like, the wordplay is, like, his main thing, right? Like, yeah, technic- technical skill and wordplay is, like, his whole shtick. So if you right. had to write another version of the song to make it, it would work. Be, yeah. I mean, you'd need to be him. Oh, shit. And I don't think he feels particularly strongly about it. Can we get a Kids Bop version of this? What Kids Bop what song off the album could you do a kid's bop version? Obviously, of? kill you. Well, or Stan, Kim. but it's it's just about your friend Stan. 
<laughs> All right. So my backstory is that I listened to it. I remember when it came out, listened to the censored version. Obviously did not catch a lot of what I was 10. So obviously did not catch a lot of what this song or these songs were about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember really enjoying it. What about you, Matt? I was firmly in the camp of not allowed to listen to this album. That's fair. Like. Way to go, Judy. No I, offense, Sharon. I saw, I can't remember, <laughs> the Slim Shady music video is the one that has all the Slim Shadies, right? Like, all the copies. I don't remember the music video. I definitely saw the music video on MTV, but, like, I was not allowed to listen to this album clean or otherwise. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't not listen to the real Slim Shady. Like, that was all over the radio. But it was also the censored version. But looking back, like, as a kid, you're like, oh, man, my parents suck. Like, they wouldn't let me get this album, like. How could they? Now no one at school like me. Listening to it as an adult, I'm like, 100% get it. Oh, yeah. My mom definitely did not let me listen to all of these songs. Like, I remembered a couple of them. And then there were some where I was like, I don't remember this at what all. And I was like, right. Listen to? Because my mom's probably <laughs> smart enough to not let me listen to it. Is it yeah, like... I don't... You and guys... You guys and I maybe engage with music in a different way. But I did not acquire albums, per se, as much as music appeared on an MP3 player. That my brother and I shared, and I didn't ask him how it got there. <laughs> and, um, you know, th- we can talk about the relative uh, problems with piracy, but suffice to say that I had what I assume was a best of album of Eminem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I know, like, probably like the top six of this album. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, if once we get into it, I'll say, but like. Stan is still a fucking jam. Still yeah. love Sam. I mean, it's not Stan is like a it's a fucking depressing song, yeah. but it's really good. Uh and, and a few others on this album I really know, but like I certainly never had the album. My parents weren't in the camp of like banning things. It's just that we didn't have money, so we were never buying albums really. Yeah. Uh they they were more on the side of like as long as your grades are good, you could pretty much do whatever you want. Uh, one day we'll get into some of the hyper-violent video games that I played as a child <laughs> on an episode, and you guys will be like, oh, this explains a lot about like who a noop is as a person. <laughs> but keep in mind, I'm still a contributing member of the society. So. Right, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. D- you do good on a daily basis. So, so yeah. <laughs> this brings up something that I saw in a like comment thread about artists being asked to change their lyrics like 20 years, 30 years, 40 years later, like would you change what you said? And it got into the discussion of why is music so difficult to separate the art from the artist, but then like super violent books or movies or video games, you said you kind of just like give the artist more of a pass. Yeah. I think in my, at least in my brain, it makes sense because, because, I think it's because, like, when when it's music, it's somebody saying something out loud, and, like, there are just things that you're not allowed to say out loud. Like, I don't know all the lyrics in the song Kim, but, like, nobody's walking around with a fucking machete destroying people in real life. Like, it's so far out of the realm of possible that it feels like it's okay for it to be super violent because I don't have an AK-47. I'm not over here shooting zombies. You know what I mean? But I I could very well beat women. I I defy the whole discussion. People do want to censor video games 
and books. Yeah. People burn books. People blame video games for most of society's ills. Like, this discussion happens with all media everywhere. Now, admittedly, like, Eminem was, like, directly blamed for the Columbine shootings. Like, right. people did that. But people blamed, like, suicides on Dungeons and Dragons. People do this all the time yeah. with everything. I, I mean, I don't know the specific comment thread you were... I think it's at, more like, around like the artist's voice with like you're much more likely to accept a characterization of like someone who writes a novel and have like some awful violent character in that but if there's music that lyrically contains something like that horrific you're much more likely to associate that person yeah. as being horrible or being Right. Well, in that case and I I think this is actually something that Eminem tries to do is to create a character and he says that that character is the person who is saying these things yeah. but the problem is he mi- he mixes his metaphors so often and he's like he's Eminem he's Slim Shady he's Marshall Mathers this is within the space of like three minutes you know <laughs> <laughs> your your audience who might be like a teenage kid or a suburban mom does not see the distinction between you saying well in this song I was Slim Shady in this song, I was Eminem. Uh, this song, yes, I was saying that I was going to violently rape and murder women, but that was the character who was singing that song. Right. I know I use I the entire <laughs> song, but like, again, because it's in the first person, like, it's a harder distinction. To no, make, I, I don't right? think Eminem's doing himself any favors where there is a song titled after his ex-wife that is about brutally murdering her. Like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not saying he's common. making it. He was going through some shit, apparently. Making it yeah. apparent that this is, like, the the metaphors he was setting up, or this is all, like, characterized. But it is interesting listening to this and having more of a visceral reaction to what's happening. And then... I, I think it also has to do with the, the way that you're taking in the media, right? When you're reading a book, like, it's clearly labeled in a fiction section when you're going to read this murder mystery or whatever where somebody gets brutally raped and murdered and you're like, oh, it's chill. Somebody just made this up in their head and they wrote it down. Whereas like with an artist, you're like, this is their literal voice saying it. So it's hard to separate somebody's like voice and I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit different, but I do get what you're saying. Yeah. I guess that was the point of Colleen's that I interrupted, but what she then restated probably an issue that she deals with a lot um, <laughs> what no no uh, uh, I'll, I'll call myself self-aware on that one <laughs> um, but uh i've been listening to eminem clearly it seeped into my brain a little bit um, how many times did you guys listen to this album to prepare i i listened to it twice uh I definitely my takes are going to be a lot less hot because it has been a week since we said we were going to record this episode yeah. so yeah yeah same. I, th- things have slipped away but i only got, to say i only got through it once like it was such an intense listen i got through it fully once and then i went back and listened to some of the lighter ones another time are the ones that yeah. I knew. I, I also listened say... to the the censored version of the real Slim Shady, which was fun. Yeah, I would say everything up to like Marshall Mathers. Not every single song up to that point, but I, that's track eleven is Marshall Mathers. Like, yeah, all of the first half is pretty listenable. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, like Kill You is like super aggressive. However, it is also very catchy. 
Yeah, it, and is. it was very. It's it's like problematic because I was listening to it at a grocery store. Uh, just like bopping Eminem's. your head. You're like hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 bitch! I am gonna kill you. Wait, oh fuck, damn it! Yeah, I have a, I have a pick for the worst song on the album. Okay, wait, 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 hold on. Before we get into the tracks, I wanted to get a little backstory on the album, a little history here. This is apparently his third studio album, which is interesting because I feel like this is the first one I really listened to. But I guess I was also ten, so that makes sense. Um, came out May two thousand. It was produced mostly by Dr. Dre and Eminem, which I also found interesting because I feel like he just shits all over Dr. Dre a lot, which and then Dr. Dre was on a, a, a track and I was like, what? I thought they were mortal enemies. No. But we'll get to that later. I know you already mansplained it to me. Um, they, <laughs> they recorded Correctly. it. It be a regular explanation. It was a regular explanation. <laughs> Not Again, didn't I call this in our thread? Wait, but mansplaining is if he was explaining something to you. That you already knew, I thought. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> right. L- well, like actually. He... Is it not? I hate you guys. I think it's just interjection <laughs> interjection with confidence. Yeah. And bravado, even though you might not know the whole story. If you got yeah. mansplained to as much as I get mansplained to, you would just think everything's also a mansplain. I'll treat my opinion as a fact, thank you very much. And you <laughs> <just> <laughs> shut up. I guess, Colleen, what I'm seeing, what I'm saying is, like, I see how mansplaining is something that another guy could do, but I don't really see how it is a thing that I could do. <laughs> I guess is the issue that I have. Not all men. Right. Um. <laughs> and Blue Lives Matter is all I'm saying. Yeah. I just want to throw that in there. All right. So, anywho, it was recorded over two months uh, outside of Detroit. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 and sold 1.78 million copies in the first week alone, which is pretty dope. And it also won the best rap album at the Grammys that year. Uh, In 2003, it was ranked 302 on the Rolling Stones list of 500 greatest albums of all time, which like blows my mind. Um, Wouldn't you call that list so far? Yeah. The 500 greatest albums so far, like yeah, this is uh, this is like nah. a long time ago too. I'm sure it's been updated. So, um. look, Matt, when they made the Ten Commandments, they didn't say the Ten Commandments for now. <laughs> they said the Ten Commandments. But what if God's up there right now? Like, ah, oh, shit, I need to send down five more. But he's like number 643. Uh, be cool for once. Number 644, wash your hands, guys. <laughs> 20 seconds. Um, the album's reception is actually pretty good, which I guess I wasn't expecting because of how violent it is, um, but it was generally positive. Um, some of my f- These are some of my favorite quotes about the album, which just make me really happy. Um, it's a car crash record, loud, wild, dangerous, out of control, grotesque, unsettling, but ultimately captivating. Oh, it's like, <laughs> that's a really good fucking way to describe this album. It's pretty solid. Um, and somebody else said a grueling assault course of lyrical genius. Also pretty good. Um, it did have some negative reviews for his blatant you, homophobia. You don't say. And, uh, you know, and also the beating of the women and the raping of the mom and, and you know, the murder. But, you know, we'll get to that later. <laughs> You're discussing this like a Republican senator. <laughs> well, you know, we got the beating of the women and the raping of the mom. <laughs> and, well, you know, 
that sort of unpleasantness. We can't have the kids listening to that. I'm surprised they're like. Wait, this is my favorite okay, one. This ahead, is my ahead. favorite one. Okay, it's <laughs> Eminem's quote: "Vicious and patently personal lyrical assaults would almost grow tedious." It. If, oh shit! I wrote it down wrong. Would almost grow tedious if he weren't as inventive as he is tasteless. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty solid. Those are solid reviews. <laughs> that my favorite part about all of those is like, they're all just like, fuck this guy, but he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which there's very few people who are so good at what they do that you still are like, okay. This is what pisses me off the most about Chris Brown. He's not good enough to be forgiven so much. Yeah. Also, Rihanna is so good. Like yeah. that that alone should How have could been. you ever? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like a lot of the the reviews that I was reading were basically just saying, like, yeah, it's dirty and it's bad, but he's a genius. Like his his lyrics and his the way he like his turns of phrases and everything are just so good. Like it's not wrong. I'm impressed that people were defending like gay rights and stuff and calling him out as homophobic and i mean it's pretty homophobic no but like this was 2001 2000 yeah like 20 years ago i feel like a lot has changed in that time that's true i I don't think he could get away with anything he put in his his any homophobic stuff that he put in his songs well, nowadays. I think he still does put homophobic well, he also, stuff in his songs. And, you know, it's like that thing where like your grandma says something, but she learned it in the fifties, and you can't right, tell but her. This no. dude is like a multimillionaire who is. Yeah, he's he's getting away with it. But if he, let's say Eminem was starting right now, I don't think he could get away with it. I'm sure, there are plenty of successful, very homophobic rappers. Aren't Migos? Is that a rap rap group? I don't know any rabbits. You're thinking of migas, which is a, a sort of breakfast dish. Yeah, yeah. it's delicious um, um, and no. homophobic. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's tons of homophobic artists because this seems like, I mean, like all music. I feel like there's yeah. going to be very biased opinions in it. Yeah, um, right. But I am impressed that for someone like so popular, people were calling that out as like a critique. Yeah. All right. My favorite part about that relating to the homophobia, and this resonates with me because the first version of Stan that I heard was not the album version with Dido. It's the concert version with Elton John uh, singing the lyrics instead. And that's from the 2001 Grammys. Elton John performed it with Eminem. And afterwards, Eminem was like, well, I didn't actually know Elton John was gay, but the fact that he agreed to perform it with me probably says a lot, right? (laughs) And uh, Glad was very not happy about that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's dive into it because we've got a lot of lyrics to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not. We we need to talk about Eminem's, though. Oh. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Podcast in a podcast when the name of the thing we're doing is also a food product, we have to do it. Yeah. It's yeah, in the rules. So it's in the rules. So what MMs did we do? Oh yeah. So let's let's take a break from Eminem to talk about Eminem. Alright, before we get uh, into the tracks, let's get into the Eminem tracks. Let's get into the snacks. Oh, oh that was good. Let's take it clean from the top. <laughs> Colleen, if you will. <laughs> Colleen. Be a professional here. We're, we're Damn it. We get paid so much to do this. 
Casper's gonna pull their sponsorship. Yeah. Does Casper even make money? Uh, they make mattresses, man. Oh, right. Damn it. <laughs> um, okay, M&M's. What did we do for M&M's? All right, we've got peanut. She's not even going to take it clean. That's fine. What am I supposed to take? What did I, what was I supposed to say? Before we get into Oh, the before tr- we get... Okay. <clears throat> before we get into the tracks... Let's get into the candy. Hell yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, guys. Uh, so today we did M and M's and nothing else, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and so the the concept of the M and M's were we each had bog standard out the package brown package M and M's, and then we were were each petitioning for the best side flavor of M M&M. and M. Yeah. So uh, I did some M and M history. M and M's history. Um, I guess there is the S on it, technically. I'm just I'm gonna forget the actual release date of regular and peanut, but we did as our variables. Is that just a video game screenshot? Yeah, I don't know why it's up there. Perfect. Um, and for the additional varieties, we did crispy and peanut butter. Peanut butter came out in 1991, and crispy came out in 1999. We're not talking peanut. I said I'm not going to look up the dates of regular and peanut because they're so goddamn old. Oh. Uh, yeah. What's the title of this podcast episode going to be? Because usually I do the episode number and then the thing we did and then the date. Is it going to be M and M and M's? Is it going to be M and M peanut M and M's? I don't know how this is different. It's M and M M and M. M M's M and M's M and M's M and M's M and M's. C and M and M and M and M's. Sea anemones and M and M and M and M's. All right, see you next week. All right, so we did we did crispy M and M's. We did peanut butter M and M's. We did peanut M and M's. We did well. We did pretzel. I don't believe a noob did. And then we did regular M and M's. See how many times we could say which type of M and M's we did. Because we did regular peanut peanut butter and crispy. <laughs> so we did regular peanut butter peanut. Crispy. Not pretzel. Not pretzel. But we ate pretzel. But we ate pretzel. Okay. Okay. But Should we with go the through exception a... of pretzel. Okay. We did <laughs> regular peanut peanut butter. It's a good bit. Okay, fuck this. It's a good fuck bit. This entire show. Just fuck it. I'm a comedic genius. You guys all suck. <laughs> and I'm gonna get a new crew. I edit the podcast. If I record it without you, you wouldn't even know. <laughs> What if I have a whole side hustle that's the speed just with other people that I record with? <laughs> I would well, know. if it, I don't know because if you had one third of the listeners, how could you have one third of a person listen to a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Kaylee listens to us anymore. Wow, I think we lost our follower, our one follower. All right, so we've got these M and M's. Should we go? <laughs> Are we just talking about them, or should we just rank them? I mean, M and M is incredible should. candy, right? Yeah. Like in in any form, I'm happy to have M and M's. I I beg to differ. Give me peanut. Yeah, I don't know if they were a liquid. I wouldn't like. Them. Give me give me peanut M and M's, and you can go fuck yourself. How do you not like peanut M and M's? Why do I, I yeah, want peanuts I, in my M and M's? I I think this is actually just the whole discussion. 
which is that you're wrong about peanut M&M. mm. peanut m ms are so much better than I, I will admit that it is my hatred of peanuts not my hatred of peanuts it's not that i hate peanuts it's like i like peanuts okay i don't want sweet peanuts i want salty peanuts but you like peanut butter which is just sweet that's peanuts different. that's different because sweet it's peanut not super peanuty. i also don't like crunchy peanut butter and there's a reason i don't like the crunch i like peanut butter m&ms number one peanut m&ms number whatever the last number there's a lot of different kinds of well, we did m&ms <laughs> peanut m&ms crispy <laughs> no no not the ones that I we did infinity, i mean of all i mean of all m&ms ever there are created. so many fucking m&ms you think yeah of the like yep. 700 varieties you yep. think peanut yeah. is last yep yeah colleen likes the briefly released asbestos m&ms more than she likes peanut i would the blood the blood capsule <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome are you kidding me what? that'd be so funny. that would be kind of dope if it was like stage blood and you were like eating peanut m's and blood <laughs> i'm just like eating m&ms and i'm like oh, i think that one had a razor blade in it and it's just blood <laughs> everywhere <laughs> how do you hide a razor blade in an m&m colleen i don't know We'll find out. How uh, you're so wrong. It sounds like M M&M and M would do it. It's such a good flavor. The texture is great, like the crunchy peanut. Mm. No, I shell. like the texture of the crispy M and M's. You know, uh, so starting from the top, I guess. Okay. Regular M and M's. I'm kind of uninterested in them. No, I like them. They're good. I I don't. I don't think I'd ever buy a bag of regular Yeah, M&Ms. if they were given to me, I'd definitely eat them. But I'm not going to seek yeah. that. If I'm buying a bag of M&M's, it's not going to be regular M&M's. I'm surprised. Like, in an era where all chocolate and candy sucks, like, we can agree that, like, a Hershey's chocolate bar is not good anymore, right? Yeah. It's not as good as it used to be. Right. Yeah. yeah. I still find M&M's remarkably fine. Like, I like the candy shell. They're chocolatey. Like... They're not like horribly offensive. Like for a chocolate fix, for milk chocolate fix, they're really good. Yes, yeah. they're not horribly offensive. They're certainly not the song Kill You by Eminem. But <laughs> they are just kind of, they're very standard. Right. Like if I got a bag of M&Ms, I'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. But when I have yeah, the whole shelf, like. That's definitely. not going to be my choice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next All up. Right. Next up. Peanut. Peanut. Fucking incredible. Peanut, it's a classic. It's my go-to. That was my pick, was Peanut. And I know that's a Dark Horse pick, because it's very, it's like, it's your, it's the uncle of Peanut, of M&M's. It's just like, yeah, Peanut M&M's, my Uncle Joe loves them. Yeah, but, but the first yellow, of all, the yellow M&M definitely fucks. Like, look at that guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, he's thick. Daddy <laughs> yeah, thick, yeah, but he's... everybody knows that. He's, look. Look at this. Look at this sexual photo. <laughs> That's pretty gross. Uh, I'm going to need you to censor that, Kali. <laughs> Look, is he as uh, overtly sexual as the green M&M? No. Everybody knows It's that, pointing but... towards his groin. Oh, He's sure. He's going sure to is. use this peanut M&M. Yeah. But peanut M&Ms are the platonic ideal of trail mix. Everybody eats trail mix and they just want the M&M's and everything else is bullshit. This is like M&M's, peanuts. It's like a satisfying snack. You could eat a pack of peanut M&M's and just kind of be full. I never thought about that. Why isn't trail mix just peanut M&M's? That's fair. Because it's the M&M that you want with all the other such as wrapped in it. 
I like exactly. This. I would probably eat them if they were in trail mix. For if sure. like every, if like big trail mix came out, and was like, guys, we get it. We got rid of the raisins, and get this, we made it more convenient. We put the peanuts and the cashews in the M M&M. and M. Hear me out. Hear me out. <clears throat> it's a peanut butter pretzel or a peanut. I get no. I still want peanut butter. Peanut butter pretzel. M M&M. and M. That's what I want in my trail mix. Pretty sure that's just a take five bar. You're like one ingredient away from a take five <laughs> yeah. bar. <Some> caramel. <laughs> you could chop those up and throw some extra nuts in there. Oh, we didn't call get it caramel ones. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, those ones. Are yeah, good, they though. seem to be kind of the new hotness. They yeah. were all over the place. I like them. I've never had them. Oh, I really like them. Yeah. They're a good but texture. All I'm saying is, first of all, it would be hilarious if they they sold Oops All M and M's trail mix and it's just a bag of M and M's. <laughs> but also, I really like peanut M and M's because you don't necessarily. It's it's still candy, obviously. It's still got chocolate, but like if you ate it in the middle of the afternoon, you won't have the same type of sugar crash. You'll just you'll because you get some roughage in there, you get some protein in there. Yep. You don't have to feel as bad about it. Don't get me wrong; you can still feel bad about it, but not. Uh, yeah, as you can bad. still feel pretty bad. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of sugar, but yeah, I think they're so good, and I love the texture of the shell, the chocolate, and the peanut. Like the peanut and the shell are two different crunches, like mm. a soft crunch mm-hmm. and a shattery crunch. Mm-mm. Oh, so yeah. good! I hear what you're saying; it's just wrong. So, moving on. Yeah, but they're not as good as peanut butter M and M's, which are <laughs> yeah. the best M and M's. Yeah, well, we'll save that the best for last. Uh, we did crispy as well. I don't remember the last time I had a crispy M M&M. and M. I mean. Other than today. So these used to be in a light blue bag, right? Yeah, they definitely used to have a different bag color. Um, They've changed to sort of a mint green. Yeah, and they're definitely smaller. Like they used to be sort of like peanut M&M size with a big rice puff in it. Yeah, I think I'd like that better. I I don't like how small they are. I also, they're all very oddly shaped. Yeah, they used to be roughly the size of an apple. You just just get one and you kind of eat it. Mm. Uh, And now it's just, yeah, they're very small. They're very shattery. It's it's the one of all of them, which is odd because one of them is just candy coating and chocolate. But this one felt the most like candy to me in a weird way. Where I was like, like, this is just kind of pure decadence. It's like a crunch bar with more sugar around it. Yeah, it reminds me of like the Nestle, yeah, like the... Is that what that one is? The crunch bar. The, the crunch blue bar. bar. It yeah. reminds me of that, but it's better because I like how crispy it is. But I also, so I love the texture of it because I like crispy, crunchy things. But I don't love the flavor of the thing on the inside. Like it's got a weird aftertaste, which is kind of a bummer. Like it's almost cardboardy. I mean, it's, mm. I think it's just, yeah, a rice puff. Like, yeah, not- it would be great if the rice puff like was instead uh like a peanut. <gasps> or, uh, or, but- or like a. Like a, what are the things you put in? <sighs> checks mix. Gun? Like checks. If it were a checks covered in an m M&M. and I mean, the pretzel version is the better version of the crispy, where it's just a salty. Yeah, I want something in between. Crunchy. I want something in between the pretzel and in between the crispy, and that would be like a checks thing. Okay. That'd be good. Good to know. All right. And then, obviously, number one, the goat, if you will. Peanut butter M&M's. I think they're the goat. Like They're definitely the goat. I don't. And I thought I would. I really did. When I came into this, I was like, <laughs> I know picking peanut, I'm picking number three. 
and it's fine. That's that's okay. I can live with that. But peanut M and M peanut butter M and M's. I felt like the coating was thicker on them. Mm-hmm. Like there was more candy on it, uh, which was unpleasant. Kind of like, it was like eating an eggshell. Oh, I like that. Uh, and the peanut butter itself wasn't very peanut buttery. And I found myself just wanting for some some Reese's Pieces. Yeah, but Reese's I Pieces, I like, they don't have the chocolate. I'm fine with that. No, I'm not fine with that. No, I love it. It's perfect. It's so creamy and delicious. I We literally will buy like the massive like one pound bag of it and eat it all one sitting. It's nothing more than a pound. It's like a three pound bag of it. Can I just say it's a one pound bag to feel better? Um, I like how the peanut butter M&Ms, when you eat them, they kind of like emulsify. Like it becomes like a, like you break through the shell and as you chew it, it kind of all blends together. Yeah. Like it's not distinct. The textural parts. experience is definitely something to be it's good. desired. It's definitely better yeah. than peanut M&M's. But I, I actually thought peanut might give peanut butter a run for its money. For me, I was more optimistic for peanut. Um, but no, peanut butter held fast. And... Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I'm still going to have to give it to peanut. I think any day of the week, any day at the theater. Well, at the theater, I do frequently get Reese's Pieces. But mm. that's, that's uh, if I could get a mix of Reese's Peanuts pieces and peanut butter m&ms or peanut m&ms that would be i can't even fucking speak well we'll save our Reese's pieces (laughs) review for when we do recess close enough recess and Reese's pieces (laughs) uh i mean really we should save it for when we do et right but it it fits with recess so well damn it so sorry yeah we're gonna have to do all three we're gonna have to do recess Reese's pieces and et (laughs) right um let's okay rank best to worst for me is peanut butter m&m and then crispy regular pretzel peanut you can't do pretzel oh sorry take out pretzel then <laughs> um for- i'm looking at what we have on our table in front of us no colleen i'm sorry you're gonna have to leave if you're gonna include pretzel <laughs> i'm sorry Ooh, awkward uh yeah for me it's gonna be peanut butter peanut crispy and then regular uh i would do yeah peanut uh crispy peanut butter regular i'm surprised crispy's so high on your lists we thought it's gonna put a last yeah i mean i I like yeah i just didn't think they were all good yeah they were all good uh i found peanut i mean peanut's still my og Crispy was very snackable. It was very snackable. Yeah, I ate like, a lot I of the put away crispy. a lot of crispy. Yeah. Uh, peanut butter, you know, it's still fucking good. I mean, it's chocolate and peanut butter. It's two great tastes that taste great together. Uh, and regular was, I mean, it didn't it didn't melt in my hand, which I appreciated. <clears throat> However, okay, well, actually, let's analyze that statement. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Who waits for M&Ms to melt in yeah, their no mouth? no one sucks that would on be, them. Yeah, you'd be sucking on it for a while. Yeah, you'd be just, you'd be walking around with a mouthful of loose M&M. Plus, like, what's the good part? Of, the best part of the M&M is the crispy outside. So if you just suck on it for a while, it's not gonna be crispy on the outside. It's just gonna be melted chocolate. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't want that. Yeah, so it's it doesn't a, really melt in your mouth. It melts in your stomach later. I think this is just from the age in advertising where the novelty of something just not being meltable in your hand was enough. Yeah. Also, a lot of things don't melt in my hands. 
pretzels don't but like until this point no one had a fucking piece of chocolate that they could hold on to everyone's just like gripping their chocolate for too long it's like oh it's disintegrating on me oh no (laughs) it's called everybody's eating their chocolate too fucking slowly (laughs) they're like i'm gonna hold i want to save this chocolate holds on their chocolate that's like a fucking madman unwrapping the whole hershey bar at once and then holding well you judged the way i unwrapped my ice cream sandwich the other day and it was the same thing no i was very impressed with Uh, how you and you wrapped your ice cream sandwich or you left a little handle of wrapper yeah. at the end of the ice cream sandwich. That was so you brilliant. Hold That's it how you do it. So you don't yeah. get the chocolate on your fingers. Yeah. I think it's funny. It's great to antagonize someone who maybe doesn't know you very well to unwrap like an ice cream bar or a chocolate bar, unwrap the whole thing and then bite into it from the long side. <laughs> it really fucks with people's heads. Just like if you were eating a banana, even like just unwrap the whole banana and just then like, bite into it like it's corn on the cob. Corn cob, yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of fun actually. Because like, there's nothing saying that you can't do that. The fucking yeah, madman version of that with a banana is if you left the core of the banana. Like if you ate, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you corn no, cob like the middle part. And you left the middle. <laughs> just anything, slice of pizza. Well, imagine how dirty your hands would be from holding the banana. Worth it. All right. Well, and then you lick your fingers. This wraps up our Eminem, 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 Eminem segment. And are we about to wrap up some Eminem? Oh, you're crushing it today. I tried to think of a rap intro my whole bike ride home, and I just couldn't. Like you were gonna rap? Yeah, I figured that'd be fun. Wow. You know, freestyle? Can you freestyle? I've never seen No, I was thinking the whole time. So that would. So clearly, I was trying to write lyrics. Uh, particularly the opposite of freestyle i was trying i should come up with a rap of like how to beat up your m&ms i kept trying to bring in coronavirus and then i couldn't think of anything that like worked and then i kept thinking the only thing to me that kept coming with virus was midas like that was close enough and then i was like how am i working these two together cyrus i don't know cyrus there's got to be someone named cyrus like my buddy Cyrus, who I haven't met yet. He's probably got coronavirus. Shit. You gotta rhyme it again. He might be King Midas. <laughs> there we go. Nailed it. <laughs> and it, I'm that. Um, <clears throat> Alright, so let's just... So the first... I'm so glad skits are not really a big thing anymore on albums. Yeah, same. Uh, it starts with the public service announcement. Nobody wants to hear that. We're just gonna skip it. Was should, it like, can we skip all the skits? I think, well, which one is the one where he talks to his manager? I think it's Steve Berman. Yeah. Where he's just like, I can't fucking sell this album. That yeah. one was pretty funny. That was pretty good. The rest That's of fair. them, I was, I was, yeah, I don't need them. I <laughs> also feel like it could have just been on, tacked on to the end of the song before it. You know what I mean? I mean, that's basically what they are. They're like little interludes. Yeah, right? but I don't like that they have their own names and stuff. I'm going to implore you not to play the music out loud. So I'm not going to. Okay. But every other time we've done it. I've album. been doing it so I can get the lyrics up. So I press play and then I don't actually. Okay. You can't open it up. I want to get the lyrical genius that is Eminem. So Kill You really is just like flooring it out of the gate, right? This one I definitely remember. And I sang it to you in the parking lot of an H-E-B, I think, the other day. Um <sighs> I'm worried about your relationship that you would sing that to him. No, no, no. I just sang the first part that when I was just a little baby boy, my mama used to tell me these crazy things. 
I remember this song a lot. I remember listening to it, um, and I remember really liking it and thinking like the the first bit of it's pretty good. And then I, um, I don't remember anything about the <clears throat> slut. You think I won't choke no whore till the vocal cords don't work in her throat no more? Don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Don't remember that. Yeah. It's a little oh, intense. No, I remember you posted that on your Facebook when we first met. Oh, I tried to forget that part of my life. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, why does he talk about his mom so much like this? Shut up, slut. You're causing too much chaos. Just bend over and take it like a slut. Okay, ma? First of all, you called her a slut twice. Could you not? Could you be a little bit more creative? I think he has some mommy issues. Yeah. Oh, Really? I'm just gonna go out there and say it. Wow. I think I had Some a note. insight there. Like I there's so many lyrics that you could I think pull out in isolation that I don't know. I feel like we could just go for hours and talk about that. So Oh, I remember when I was doing research for this also, um I was reading like an article about his relationship with Kim versus and his relationship with his mom, and it was like the familial tensions don't stop at Kim. Eminem has a famously strained relationship with his mother, Debbie. And I was like, oh, you don't say. Obviously. Yeah. But the beat to the song is awesome, right? Yeah. Also, oh, yeah. I just wanted to mention. So we were going to record this. I forgot that we were going to record it. And then the day that we were supposed to record it, I was like, oh, I have to listen to Eminem. So I'm in the office and it's 930 in the morning. I have not finished my first cup of tea. I'm like sitting at my desk. I put my headphones on and this is the first fucking thing that I listened to. And I was like, I can't right now. <laughs> like, this is a lot. I It took me all day to get to the album because I kept being like, this is putting me in a weird headspace. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. And it starts right out the gate. Yeah, it uh, really does. I mean, yeah, it's it's very catchy and... I, th- there's no defending the lyrics of the song really but there's all I, I also don't think there's any intent like this is this is like the 4chan of albums like it's just I am saying these things and I know they're wrong and I'm doing it because I know you don't like that I'm saying them yeah and it's like it does it does it give power to the lyrics to then be offended by them like if you say that well I'm offended I'm like he's like well i only said it because i knew it would make you offended it's it's a schoolyard bully it's like i'm only doing it because i know it bothers you so by being bothered by it you've given me validation for doing it yeah Yeah. the genre is defined as like horrorcore where it's just like so over the top and like visceral that yeah you just like can't look away and everything is like something to gawk at and then to your point it's more just like invoke a reaction than it is any real meaning um right but this album is just like there's not really much except for some of the skits in terms of like levity of like all right let me break it up a little bit um no it's all pretty intense yeah yeah and then it's like (laughs) i guess the question becomes right and this will this is recurring theme on this album but i think he hits it really hard right here it's like how if children listen to this album, do they know the difference between the fact that this is a character or you're saying this to be purposely antagonistic versus should I actually be doing these things? And I mean, to the point of the story that Colleen was telling, like 
clearly it doesn't necessarily register what is being said in the song. Like, yeah. it's purely just kind of catchy. Uh, but at the same time, these things could register. Yeah. And even within the album, he acknowledges that he didn't expect people to actually listen to him. Like, Marshall, the song Marshall Mathers is pretty much all about, like, well, why the... I'm just Marshall Mathers. Why the fuck are you listening to me? <laughs> like, I didn't expect people to go shoot up their school because of the things that I said. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like he's a little self-reflective. Uh, same with uh, The Way I Am. It's also just kind of self-reflective. Like, oh, okay, this is... But this is The Way I Am. In, in The Way I Am, I guess the point is like, well, I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then Marshall Mathers is like, well, I'm just Marshall Mathers, so this isn't... Yeah. Like, like, my there's a lot of like, uh, no, this isn't really my fault. Yeah. And to his credit, like, if a kid is listening to this shit and does something, like, there's a lot of other things going on in their life that lead to them going yeah, like, to a violent action. This dude was like a nobody in Detroit, like, underground... And yeah. four within four years had like two or three top billboard albums. Like, yeah. I mean, he a lot of his lyrics on this album are also like, I'm not supposed to rap about this, but fuck it, I'm just going to do it. He also. Right, right. He also really uh, makes himself out to be the victim as a white dude in, in the rap game. Yeah. You're like, all right. Well, that's my point about Dre is like a lot, all the references, I don't think he's throwing shade at Dre. He's saying like, how can he say that, but I'm not allowed to say it? That's fair. Right. Because you got to think about, like, Eminem did not come up from a good place. No. Like, his background was very difficult. But if you go to the rap community and say, yes, I am white, but my life was not easy, you're going to have a lot of people being like, no, fuck you. You don't know what real struggle is. Fair. And to his credit, to his point, he's like, no, I do know what real struggle is. Yeah fuck all of you yeah and fuck everybody else you know to some extent right and that message certainly resonated with the the youth of that period of time it still resonates with people now like i mean you have a lot of disenfranchised people nowadays and yeah. he appealed to a certain population of disenfranchised people in addition to that getting to what everything colleen said in her reviews or the reviews that she presented is that he's so good at it it's not just it's like I, I I draw the corollary to South Park where it's like, yes, South Park is it's like shit humor a lot of the times. It's it's base, but then they do base humor with a level of talent where you're like, well fuck, I mean, yeah, yes, there's literally a character that is a talking turd in <laughs> South Park, but the comedy is still pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. the rapping on this album is just incredible. Like um, it's so fast. You're not letting me get to my favorite part okay. of Kill You. What is it? You don't want to fuck with Shady. I just remember that as a kid. Shady. I don't remember what it said in the censored version, but it says, we'll fucking kill you. It's pretty intense. Give Maybe he'll throw you. Hug. you th we'll fucking thrill you. Well, that's not the... We'll I guess kill you kill is also you. bad, but... Yeah. We'll... 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 Thrill you. <laughs> I just think that's like... As much as I'm like looking at this, also cannot imagine performing as Eminem. He has to remember so many goddamn lyrics. I'm like reading through the one, just this one song, and it's like pages long of lyrics. I guess most rap is, but like I just like I've yeah. never looked at it, a rap lyric. I had the, I had to have the genius page up for this while I was listening 
because it comes at you so fast and I knew I was only going to listen to it once or twice. And yeah. I was like, well, I better yeah. read through some of these lyrics because otherwise I'm not going to absorb them. Yeah. And I think you'll see that. I think Lose Yourself is kind of the perfect example of that because that is a song where many people know a lot of the lyrics. But the second you see somebody try to do that karaoke, you're like, you don't have the lung capacity for this. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> because even if you know all the lyrics, you can't keep also up. just like physiologically doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we've done Kill You. Yeah. We're moving on to We've Stand. done Kill You, and I think we've covered a lot of like important yeah, topics. Yeah, important topics. Right? Yeah. The big ones. All right. The next one is Stan, which everyone knows, right? And Stan is such a good song. Yeah, but I know I, I'm super white because my favorite part is like, I'm like, that Dido sample fucking hits. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I'll white, I'll one white up you there. Uh, the Elton John version is way better. <laughs> like, it's really good. You have to um, listen to it. Yeah, it's it's very solid. Uh, I mean, just this, like, Stan is one of those songs where I remember being a kid and I was like, I didn't even know that a song could have like a story or like tell you something. And, like, the arc of Stan, I was like, fucking, this song is devastating. Devastatingly sad. Yeah. Yeah, I think, okay, so this song is really, really good. But So there's, like, three verses as Stan Mm -hmm. and then Eminem's reply. Yeah. Yeah. And, again, it gets into that horrorcore element where it's, like, it escalates so much that it kind of loses me by the end where he's, like, driving up, he drives off the bridge. Right, and he's, like screaming and saying like shut up bitch i'm trying to talk hey slim that's my girlfriend screaming in the trunk but i didn't slit her throat i just tied her up like i think the performance of it is very interesting. oh it's really good like but yeah it's just like a little too far i kind of wish it just got to the like call and response a bit quicker because i think that's a very interesting play like yeah. especially the revelation I... that like oh shit i realize you're dead and this is too late yeah but... right well, this is where I'm like, this is one of those parts where you're like, do you realize the effect you have on other people? Because he, in this song, he does like a pretty accurate representation of the type of person who might be so obsessed with him that he starts doing the things that Eminem is singing about, yeah. right? Like he's, this is Stan and this guy like thinks he's kind of in love with Eminem and like, you know, he's projected. I, I mean, the my favorite part of the song still is how he's talking about his um, little brother. And he's like, he's your biggest fan. And it's like, clearly he's not like clearly that little kid does not like Eminem at all. But he's projecting onto him. Yeah. Because he needs to like make this story about how, oh, I'm only upset because you upset him, not because you upset me. Yeah. And, like, the sort of the faux masculinity to it all, the hyper-violence, the, everything about it where you're like, oh, wow, this... He's painted the picture of a guy with a lot of pathology who, therefore, is very into his lyrics, but also thinks that the things that Eminem says in character are true and things that should be done. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Eminem out of character sort of responding at the end of that song. Which is all well and great within the song, but then you go to, like, the next thing on the album. Uh, Paul is a skit. Who knew? I mean, there's just, like... 
I guess really it's the second half of this album where he just fades back into character entirely. Yeah. And you're like, do you have any self-awareness? What happened? I mean, like, I, I can empathize with him that I imagine doing an album full of stands would be pretty draining and difficult. Like, yeah. Sure. Um, but it's kind of what I want, like some amount of self-awareness and empathy. Again, maybe it escalates a bit too far for my taste, but like the narrative structure, the call and response bit, like it's just really good. And the Dido sample mm-hmm. fucking slaps. Yeah. It's yeah. it's uh, And it invented standing. Yeah, I did. Like when people talk like I stand this, I didn't know that until I Googled it like uh, a few months back, probably. Where I was like, what does that even mean? They're referencing this song. I was today years old when I found that out. I was right? two weeks ago Mind when we blowing. recorded the last podcast and you told us. So can you use it as a sentence? I'm confused on how they're... We stand. Like like, like what? Yeah. Or like I'm oh, a like something stand. Somebody stan. might say, I stand Selena Gomez. Like they're just a really big fan oh, of Selena Gomez. Oh. Yeah. Or... Uh, one thing you might hear is like a stan account like it's a twitter account dedicated to an entire creator it's like that's my stan account yeah oh well damn yeah best song i guess i'm not cool and hip uh i don't know if it's the best song on the album it's pretty good though i think it's my favorite song on the album i mean it's a good song but i think that he he has other songs where his rapping is just like really impressive i'm curious what you think the best song i don't know actually i didn't think about it all right so the next we get that little skit or whatever where he's talking to his agent which is pretty funny and then we get who knew which i'm trying to remember how it goes oh because i never knew i knew i would get this big i never knew i knew i affect this kid it's a song right again some self-awareness right yeah like oh yeah who who would have guessed right it's like kind of there's a series of songs i think stan who knew the way i am uh marshall mathers they all kind of get to this point where he's like i yeah i wasn't really expecting this i didn't know i would have this effect on people yeah um I like I mean, clearly he's like trying to parse it out yeah i like i i think this is a pretty good <laughs> song i do i do like that he you know is being a little bit aware of it but then i also like that he's like one of his lyrics is you want me to fix up lyrics while the president gets his dick sucked fuck that and i'm kind of like okay but you're writing songs about raping your mom and picking on gay people and murdering people and the president's just getting his jollies off you know maybe not also from his remember wife. when that was the thing we were upset president was doing better times such a quite what's a what a quite time simpler simpler times <laughs> yeah um no i think this uh this is a pretty good song it's definitely not my favorite but it's pretty good um you know honestly i don't i don't love the uh the i never knew i part like, yeah, yeah I don't the chorus isn't good that. yeah I, I don't like it uh me neither but the, the actual concept of the song yeah I think good if he me. slightly altered the chorus to be a bit more catchy, I think it would be a little bit better. I do like the the verses, but I don't love the chorus. Um, I think that's more of just like a symptom too of like late 90s, early 2000s hip hop. Like there is a lot that yeah. does not hit the mark for me anymore, where it's just like, eh, this is not. I don't think I ever liked this song, to be fair. But fun. it's also, I, I there was like a lyric in here that really pissed me off and it was like, because I know that he's an asshole, right? And he's like, these crazy lyrics. But then one of them was like, um, 
who got mad when I asked if they like violence and told me that my tape taught him to swear. What about the makeup you allow your 12-year-old daughter to wear? And I'm like... There are a lot of lines like that where I feel like he just thinks he's smarter than everyone else. Yeah, you're like, mm, it's 12-year-old daughter. That's like, like teenager He's, he's that guy in college. Yeah. He's like, look at my awareness of the world. Yeah. Like, aren't you the rube who's an idiot? Yeah. Like, yeah. But then he says, like, the next line is, so tell me that your son doesn't know any cuss words when the bus driver's scre- screaming at him, fucking, in a- fucking him up worse. And I'm like, well, that's probably accurate. Yeah, no, I've but- definitely had some shitty fucking bus drivers. But yeah, you're also, it's okay to, for a 12-year-old girl to wear fucking makeup. But yeah, that totally seems like an observation that someone who's, like, superior to people would make. Like, yeah. oh, you think I'm the problem? Well, look at all these people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I again, I think it's like the faux superiority of like a Cartman. You yeah, know? if if we are all, if if this is if this is existing in that category of humor, right, mm-hmm. uh, or dark comedy, horror, rap, whatever it might be, it's the concept that like he's just taking shots at everybody else to def- to deflect blame from himself he's like no everybody's fucked up society's fucked up just because the things i say are fucked up doesn't mean that your kid's fucked up because of me yeah it's just that the shit i say is so fucked up that it's easy for you to point a finger at yeah Uh oh the lyrics aren't coming up for the way i am is that the i am whatever you say i am if i wasn't then why something something in the paper why would i say i am in the news every day. Yeah, I remember this one. This one's I remember this one being a pretty big hit, right? Yeah, I guess it's one of the three the three songs on this album on iTunes that are like starred or stand the way I am in the real slim shady. So mm-hmm. don't like this song. <laughs> I don't love it. Well, I mean, this is I'll categorically disagree. I I really like the way I am. To put it, I would put it probably number two. Uh, yeah, I like the anger of it all because it's a nice balance to sort of the confusion which is like so you have these multiple songs where it's like who who knew that i would have this effect on people uh i'm just marshall mathers this that and the other thing and then the way i am it's like you know what fuck you i am this is who i am i'm just doing my thing if you don't like it that's your problem like you should be leaving me alone not yeah worrying about the things i'm saying that's right? fair uh, and then the beat to it, it's very catchy. Yeah. This is like, if you're like trying to like pound something out at the gym, this is a really solid song. To That's fair. To. Yeah. I feel that. That I can get. Um. Next up would be, obviously, The Real Slim Shady. This is definitely the biggest song off the album, right? I guess other than Stan. Yeah. Maybe Stan is But bigger. it's also not a good song. Nah, I mean... It's definitely the most accessible, not necessarily, I mean, maybe lyrics-wise, but it's definitely the most accessible song for somebody who might not like rap. I think it's, yeah, like the crossover hit. Yeah, it's like pop pop rap. Yeah. I really didn't like this song growing up. I know, because it was pop rap, and it was played a lot. and I was just Oh, like, it was overplayed. So I hate the chorus of the song. Annoying. Like... It's just, yeah, it's just annoying. And it was overplayed. So maybe that's why, like, maybe I'm getting nostalgia bias for this. Yeah, I do. I think some of the verses are pretty interesting. Uh, There we go. Okay. And Dr. Dre said, nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. 
And I'm supposed to not think, I'm supposed to think that he doesn't have beef with Dr. Dre. He literally killed him in this song. Slim Shady killed him. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, lyrically, this song is, like, kind of interesting. He packs a lot yeah. of references. There are a lot song. of references. Like, a lot of references. It's interesting. It's like the it's the lyrical v- version of TMZ. I, it, it's kind of impressive in that way. And it's, like, it's very poppy, very cartoony in a way. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty well put together. It's just great song. Yeah. In a way. Like, it's that... The sort of even the the music is almost designed to be annoying. I feel like the tone of his voice is more annoying. Sure, sure. It, I mean, sure. he's definitely leaning into that character. Yeah. Like, yeah, whoever this the slim shady character is, um, he's he's definitely a kid who's like, eh, yeah, eh. exactly. Like, it's the whole it's song nasally. is essentially just one like, eh. I'm just, the kid. <laughs> yes, I'm the real shady. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, he's not a grandma. I do. I do really like. <laughs> I'm Slim Shady. I'm the real Shady. All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating. Um, I think my favorite bit about this when I was listening to it was that I'm pretty sure this was the first time I'd ever heard the uncensored version of this song because it was just on the radio so much. Like, I don't yeah. ever remember hearing it not censored. And the line that I did not even know what he was saying was. And if I'm lucky, you might just give it a little kiss. And that's a message that we deliver to little kids and expect him not to know what a woman's clitoris is. I literally never know that he said clitoris. I knew it had something uh, to do with the vagina because they bleeped it out. But like, I did not know. And I was like, he says clitoris. Oh, he said yeah. clitoris. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think that's what he said. But here we are. Yeah. And really what an Eminem was trying to do do there is trying to teach the importance of knowing where the clitoris is and i think that's a very important sexual health lesson <laughs> snuck in that song <laughs> so are we officially on the back half of the album now after this song like, i think so yeah yeah this we can we can talk about the back half it's kind of the part of the album oh where wait I'm just like, i really also like that he says you think i give a damn about a grammy have you critics can't even stomach me let alone stand me and then he literally won a grammy for this album i think he had already won, he won a grammy a... too how many grammys you gotta get by hating on the grammys well it's easy to give it to white people well, it's easy. <laughs> i also <laughs> thought it was fitting because i guess i don't remember this but it was in 2000 that he uh, he mentions Britney Spears and Christina Aguilar as well. I mean, he mentions a lot of other people as well, but isn't well, the so hook to apparently one of the song, Chris new kids on a block with blocks suck a lot of dick or something like that? Oh yeah. Let me find it. What are you gonna uh, say? Apparently he had like beef with Christina Aguilera. Like she she announced that he had gotten married to his wife in a secret wedding when she shouldn't have. Um and so that's why he was like taking shots at her in this album. Ah. But you wouldn't need that because it, he's the type of guy where you're like, ah, he'll probably just take shots at anybody, right? Yeah. The bridge to one of the songs that I'm thinking of is New Kids on the Block Suck a Lot of Dick. Boy, girl groups make me sick. And I can't wait till I catch all you faggots in public. Like, I'm going to love it. What song is that? Uh,. Marshall Matters. Marshall Matters. Yeah, let's just... Can we just, like, group All up right. the yeah, back yeah, yeah. half of the album um, besides hold Kim? On. I'm going to take a hot sec. Sorry. I just had to refresh. It's been a while. All right. Uh, So we did on back, so now we'd be on Marshall Matters, right? 
I just think like I don't want to go track by track. Like, I think the whole back half of the album is super weak. I disagree. Okay, I don't love Marshall Mathers. Um, this song. Um, but Drug Ballad really got me. I really like that one. Let me see. It's got a funky beat. And it's a super catchy song. And my notes said, I do not remember it, probably because it's about drugs. <laughs> and my mom. That seems probably, like a hard song to censor. Probably did not let me listen to that one. But I really liked it. Like, I, that might be one of my favorites on the album. Um, I also really liked, I didn't like Amityville, but I liked it. I like, think Amityville's the worst song on the album. I don't like listening to it, but I like what he did with it. I think like the direction that he took it was pretty good. <laughs> the chorus is so grating, and like I just don't think any of it's like that good. No? What is it? Mentally ill from Amityville, accidentally kill your family still. I remember this now. Yeah, I mean, I think the way he did it was really good. I don't love it. I don't like his voice in it. It's very grating. You're right. Like, he purposefully makes it very grating. Um, like, this, I'd rather just, I like the sort of the group track with, like, Snoop, Dre, and M. Like, that's interesting because, like, it feels like it makes sense to get those all together. Um, what was that called? Bitch Please too. And then I feel like we have to talk about Kim. But oh. then other than that, I could be totally fine dropping nine yeah. songs off of this yeah. album. I mean, I would definitely drop... A, a bitch, bitch Please too. is okay, especially because it, if it's got the other rappers in it. It's pretty good. Forgot about Snoop Dogg entirely. Um, Did you, by chance, forget about Dre? Could not forget about Dre. I mean, oh, it kept reminding me. Yeah, yeah, you can't forget about yeah um i did like that song kim though i think we should i think we should unpack kim for a while let me just pull up the lyrics shall i they don't even have them on itunes probably because they're that bad do you have anything to say new while colin pulls it up uh you know what i'm gonna refresh myself with kim right now so oh right 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 it starts with him cooing about his daughter. You're so big. You're so precious. Daddy's so proud of you. Sit down, bitch. You move again. I'll beat the shit out of you. Okay. Okay. It's pretty intense. Like, it just, it escalates so much. There's a music video for it. I don't think I want to watch that. This is where, yeah, it gets really difficult to, like, separate art from artists because, it's like, named after his wife yeah he had a daughter um named Haley, which he references in the song and it's just like constantly name dropping kim and killing her That's extremely a, violently it, i it just like it's so i i listened to it while i was walking to the car and like i ran into you like right at the end of it and i was just like i need you right now to be here for me during this trying time no, I don't like. Again, this is. It's probably just like really young. intense, and I like, and I think it's. I think the intensity is like the lyrics are obviously very deranged, but also the fact that he's also playing Kim in this scenario. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Where the thing is, <laughs> the challenging thing about this is he doesn't paint himself 
as like the hero of this song. It's not just like fuck Kim, she's the worst. Like clearly he is unhinged in the song no, and okay. he is doing that purposefully. It's like, that's the character he's playing. He's saying like these is it a catalog of the fucked up things that he thought about doing while going through this divorce? God, I hope not. Like, but maybe. Well, but that's the thing. It's like the, I mean, he's a person with a, a difficult childhood. Uh, right. A person who clearly responds like violence is a thought to him as the first solution. Do we to know, a problem. like, if his mom was an abusive relationship? Was in an abusive relationship? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's hard to... I mean, I'm assuming. I don't want to assume because yeah. it makes an ass out of you and me, which I have said that phrase about four times in the past week. I think I'm turning into a dad. Whatever. Um, but yeah. what was I going to say? Uh, so... Oh, these... Yeah, it's just, like, really intense. Like, it's it makes right. me... It's, like, half of it... Part of me wonders, like, okay, is this something that he thought of and he wanted to do, but he hopefully didn't is it also something that maybe he went like did he witness these kinds of things happening to his mom or to his friends moms or something growing up and he's just like using that as fuel for for his art right. but it's he's, really he reiterating a point right and, and this kind of gets back to yours and matt's kind of points from earlier which is that if he made a film and in it the main character said this to a woman he was going through a divorce in, you'd be like, wow, that's like emotionally stirring. And like, and like but he wrote the film and he thought those thoughts. Right. And it's like, you, you'd be very impressed by it. But as Colleen was saying earlier, because it's literally him saying it. Yeah. And it's his voice. And he like, it feels much more like, Ooh, oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no, this is a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we, do we need to call somebody? Or To be fair, though, I feel like, you know, it's one of those, like, if it, let's say this were in a book, maybe not this exact scenario, but, like, there's a book that I, like, if I was reading a book that was, like, brutally violent, like, it would also be one of those that I need, like, a couple of palate cleansers before I could start reading another intense book again. And that's kind of how I feel about this whole album. It's, like, it was fun to listen to it again. It had been a really long time since I've listened to it. I actually don't ever think I've listened to the, the song Kim, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, good job Sharon but but we I do agree <laughs> but I do think that like it's one of those albums where like I listened to it and I was like good now I'm gonna listen to some pick-me-up tunes for a little bit yeah. it is super interesting that like Eminem as an artist has been so successful in like pop music like radio presence and all this stuff when anything beyond single level on his album and even some of the singles like Stan are just so intense were, like, was it you that was saying it to me or was it somebody at work I'm, i might have mentioned that i was doing this for our podcast and they said something like his newest album um starts off really dark and then he like switches this he he flips the switch to something a bit more positive so he like starts off and then makes some comment about like i could still do it and then he doesn't go as dark for the rest of the album and i was like that's interesting but i haven't listened to it so i can't confirm right couldn't couldn't speak to it. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that in 10, 10 to twelve will, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say the thing like this song and monsters, which he does with Rihanna, fundamentally cover the same concept, which is like being in an abusive relationship 
and at and in the song monsters he does threaten to kill that woman right monsters was a radio hit that was played hundreds of times obviously kim was probably not on the radio when it came out and never would be on the radio it's like it's the same fundamental concept yeah i don't know that but one. like monsters has the polish of rihanna I, essentially i don't know that song you've heard right. that song i'm sure yeah. i'll listen to it afterwards but yeah i think the other thing that's challenging with me for this album is just like the some of the production is really really good and catchy but and and Eminem is very technically gifted at his delivery, but I just don't find it that enjoyable to listen to a lot of the time. Like this isn't a song where, and this is probably the most extreme example, but like Amityville is another, or um, what was the other one? Drug Palad, where it's just like the, all of it together is just like too much. And I just don't want to listen to it. Like, it's just like, I don't enjoy it. I think there's a few songs that I could pick off of this album and listen to all at once and it would be okay. But listening to the entire album all the way through is just a lot. I think you're right. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's get through the last two tracks. Okay. Uh, so Matt, number one and worst song, I think you said Stan and Amityville was your worst? Amityville is my worst. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely going to give Stan my number one as well. I think The Way I Am is probably my number two, just to throw that out there, because I know you guys didn't like it. Uh, my last one might be... I mean, Amityville is kind of very unpleasant. Yeah. Um, hmm. This is not one... Oh, well. Wikipedia is being terrible right now, but, uh... So I lost my list because likely my least favorite one is actually one that the title is like escaping me because that would make I, I think sense. like I was trying to emphasize like the whole back half of the album is just super weak in my opinion. Like, yeah, I agree. I think personally, my top two are Kill You and Drug Ballad. Like, how long is this album? Scroll down to the bottom. It's like an hour and 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah. this album could be a tight 40 or 45 yeah, and I be agree. incredible. All right, my top two are Kill You and Drug Ballad. My last, probably Who Knew. I never knew why. I just don't like the fucking chorus. I feel like you could have done better. I feel like not having a good chorus on one of these songs is killer. Kill yeah. You has an incredible beat. Kill You's really catchy. Like, it's bad, but it's catchy. So is Drug Ballad. I'm telling you, give it another chance. I know you weren't you weren't into the back half of the album, but just listen to Drug Ballad alone. Well, I didn't like the last two tracks either, which we didn't mention. Yeah, I don't think they need to be mentioned. Yeah, but... Do you do you know yeah. what your least favorite was, Anu, or is it? I think actually I might I might give it to to under the influence. It's it's such a forgettable song. Yeah, it's so like it it's so forgettable that I can't even remember it to be. Yeah, the, I think like, like yeah, like I need to listen to it to remember what it even is. Kim yeah. was my most viscerally reactive song. Like I did not like it, but I think that makes it effective. So I can't yeah. make it my least yeah, favorite because it's, it's an unpleasant right. song i can't necessarily call it bad yeah right exactly it's not good but bad isn't the word i would use to describe right. it. Exactly. i agree um what did we do last week what is our comparison to 
It was the noob's pick. Oh, it was the fruit. Oh my god, what a difficult. Yeah. The f- what a what a fucking whiplash. You get hit with the tip of a fruit by the foot right here. <laughs> so much whiplash. Uh, I can go first. You go first. God, this is maybe the hardest one of these. How many? Done. What is it again? How many? How many? How fruit many fruit by, by the f- fruits? Fruit by the blanks would you give right. the marshall mathers we did LP? the whole album like i know we had talked about when we did records that we would or like music oh. we would do like greatest hits or multiple songs from a year but we did a whole nother album so i gotta do a whole album again do i have to do all three fruit product fruit by the products you could also i think so i okay we could do this one of two ways we could do comparing the whole album to all three of them or the whole album to one of them and it could be like your favorite or your least favorite. Why don't we do it to our favorite? Because doing all three of yeah. them, I feel like down weights the. Okay, then how many? What was your yeah. favorite fruit? Gushers. Fruit? Oh, gushers. How many gushers would you give the Marshall Mathers LP? I, I didn't really like this album. Like, I just don't like Eminem as an artist. Like, I get that he's technically gifted. I like Dre's production a lot. Um, but yeah, like. Maybe if I were 15 or 16, I think maybe the lyrics would be more viscerally like, fuck yeah. But now I'm just like, eh. And I have no nostalgia for it, aside from the couple of singles. Yeah. Um, So maybe like a 0.75 or something. Like, it's good. I get the acclaim it got, and I get why it's like he was so popular in this time. But it's just not for me. Fair. I do. Let's see. Uh, yeah, some of the singles on this are, like, really good. Like, Stan is definitely one that I remember. The Way I Am, I definitely remember. Uh, We don't have to talk about the real Slim Shady, but yeah. I definitely remember it. Uh, But that's besides the point, I suppose. (laughs) The thing is, is it a consistently good experience? No. And we're saying that upwards of 50% of the album is filler now admittedly upwards of 100 percent of fruit by the foot is filler yeah it's filler the food products <laughs> filler the but, food measuring tape yeah it's food measuring tape exactly i i also do like eminem i do i i think he's like lyrically talented and he's very technically proficient and that i i give him a lot of credit for some of these challenging ideas partially because i i think that's to some extent the point it doesn't excuse the language to some you know like just because he's saying something awful doesn't mean that it should be discredited at face however he's saying enough awful things that if you hated this, I wouldn't be surprised. I kind of feel the same way about Tarantino sometimes where it's like, I think it's great, but if you were off put by the amount of violence, you're not wrong for feeling. That. Yeah, no, yeah. it's totally like, understandable. Like I'm you, reading. Yeah. Okay. I'm rereading my notes that I took that I wanted to say, and I forgot to look at them. And it's like, mm-hmm. does he truly hate Dr. Dre this much? Next one. Who, who, this is for who knew has this dude murdered people jesus fucking christ and the next one is i mean it's it sounds like it has a good message but it's so freaking violent why don't i remember these being this violent (laughs) it's just colleen coping with uh, a a lack of memory interestingly like i actually 
I mean, obviously we talked a lot about like the violence and his, his characters and stuff, but like when I was listening to it, it's not that that bothers me that much. Like his delivery is just a lot and unique and like yeah. the songs are like bombastic and have a lot going on and he's like cutting in other voices or characters and stuff like that. So it's just like right it's very maximalist like yeah 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 i just don't love it like all right all right i knew your your grade uh i'll give it 0.81 fruit by the feet Hmm. yeah yeah that's good well i mean i love fruit by the foot but I really like this album. I know that I only really like 50% of it, but I still think like the things that I do remember are really, the things that I do like are really good. And I do have a lot of nostalgia for Eminem. I remember listening to a lot of these songs on the radio. I remember listening to them with my mom um, and my sister. And I like that Eminem swears like a sailor because I also swear like a sailor. Granted, I don't talk about... I don't know if a sailor is that good at swearing. <laughs> he swears more than sailors. I was, okay, I also don't talk about, like, murdering and raping women, but... Or picking on gay people. But, like, you know what I'm getting at. Like, I like that... I don't know. The swearing doesn't bother me at all. It's the, obviously, murderous If you're fucking bone to pick with Eminem, it's his cuss words. It's not. Think, it's not. No, I'm just saying, like, um, I don't think anyone's yeah. coming at it from Yeah, there. you could deliver his the content of his songs. You could censor them, deliver just the content. They're still fun. Right. But like, yeah, but you also, <laughs> yeah. like, listen. He has literal lyrics where he's just swear word after swear word after swear word after swear word. Because he's just like, oh, you think I need to censor myself? Well, fuck you. Shit. Like yeah, he just like says, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like fun, it. and I like that. Um, so I think I'd give this. It's not a one to one ratio, I don't think, but it's pretty close. Maybe like point nine, because I really like this. It's but I would also I would not listen to this album anytime. But I would also I would eat a fruit by the foot anytime somebody handed yeah, it to like me. Yeah, like frequency. It's also does a not... much more commitment. Anytime someone handed it to you, yeah. All right. No, but frequency doesn't need <laughs> to be the thing out. you judge it on. Like, I think we've fallen into this trap before with movies. Yeah, no, it doesn't like, work because it's, all, it's an watch, hour and 12 minutes. I'm going to watch Spy Kids okay. for all of eternity also, yeah. before I eat another fruit. Yeah, the and if somebody were to be like, hey, you can either listen to some Eminem album straight through for an hour and 12 minutes or eat fruit by the foots for an hour and 12 minutes, I would definitely pick Eminem. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I, this was. It was good. I think from a music perspective, this was the most meaty. Like, yeah, there was stuff to pick apart from this set of. I think yeah, everything else like, we've done, we've done sync is like, or like Backstreet Boys yeah. is just like, and it's another pop song, and another pop song where they talk about love. Whereas, like, this was like, there's a lot to unpack. Right, right, and it's like only in the tail of the album where you have these songs where you're just like, this is just like bad, but like not in a fun way to talk about. Yeah. Whereas some of that stuff in the top and things like Kim and Kill You, they're technically put together in a in a well in a good way. So then you actually have to have a discussion about the content. Like yeah. it is not just bad yep. because it's poorly made. I'm curious what it would be like if the album were reordered. Like, do you think that the back half of the album, while some most some of the strong songs are not as strong, do you think if it were reordered like, do you think it's just that also around 50% of the way into this album, you're just like, whew, 
this is a lot, I could use a break, and you don't get a break? Or do you think it's that all the songs are just really bad? The back half? Yeah. They're just not... I I mean, maybe they're of the time very much, but I just don't like hip-hop of that style. Like, nothing is so catchy or, like, stand out right. that I'm like, I, I, I have to re-listen to these songs. They're just, like, so yeah. forgettable. Maybe he put too many bangers at the beginning of his album. No, but that's a totally normal problem. Like, a lot of people front-load albums, yeah. which I think happened here. It's just when your album is a, is 80 minutes long, 82 minutes yeah, long. Yeah, it's heavy. Or 72 minutes yeah. long, like... It's one thing to have a pop album that's an hour long and the second half isn't as strong as the first because you're like, oh, whatever, it's still fun, it's still fun. But you're like, nope, you're talking about murdering and raping women and killing people and shooting up schools. And like if this hell, if it's a lot, even if this put Stan as the closer, I think that would lift the back album, <laughs> back half of the album a lot. Like something yeah, it would help. like, you, you know, when there's like, the last song the album's the best and yeah. you're like i gotta listen to the whole thing just because yeah. i can't not hear that song yeah whereas i could stop yeah. this at drug ballad i could stop this at real Slim it's Shady. also there is i i think there is some listing issues here where it's like he has some heady ideas at the top it's not just like the quality of the song yeah but there's some self-reflection in the top half of the album. And then the bottom half is just like, ah, fuck it, I'm a regular rapper and I'm going to rap. <laughs> yeah, that's a, people that's a really drugs. good way to put it. It's like they're just ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, literally, drug ballad, I'm doing drugs. Amityville, I'm murdering people. Bitch, please, I'm the best. Nobody should fuck with me. Kim, I went through a very complicated <laughs> under the influence. I do drugs. Criminal. I am a criminal. <laughs> like, with the exception of Kim, which has its issues that are more complicated than the other songs those are all bog standard right yeah it's drugs murder crime that's true that's it yeah uh whereas if then the top of the album is kill you i have a complicated relationship with women a complicated and violent relationship with women stan i have a complicated relationship with my fans who knew i have a complicated relationship with my fans the way i am i have a complicated relationship with my fans <laughs> the real slim shady I'm the real Slim Shady, I guess. <laughs> like, all of those have, like, a, a core to them that's much more than just a standard rap. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think they're all fair, like, assessments. But... Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know if you would spread that first half out yeah. if it would improve the quality of the entire thing. Because if you sandwich it, if you say, like, bog standard, this is rap, like, I do drugs, and then I have a complicated relationship with my fan... I do crime and then I have a complicated relationship with it. Wouldn't it feel a bit like you're constantly flipping your head? That's back true. I think just drop yeah. the whole second half of the album and make this like Maybe, a fucking yeah. awesome 40 I minute. I think you could at least drop four songs and it would be again. I a think really if good you album. like drop put, four songs, rearrange it slightly, put Stan at the end. I think ending with Stan's a good call. Put Kim somewhere in the middle because like Kim's got to go <laughs> like maybe before the real Slim Shady where you're like oh fuck and then it's just like this cause I'm Slim Shady I found the real Shady you the other Slim Shady um, but yeah if you like drop most of the back half <laughs> can you just wait wait can you just imagine his name was oh wait I don't know we're doing Kim I was gonna say Stan it would be funny if it were it was you and then you get the star of, because I'm Slim Shady, it's I'm the real Shady, I'll be on the Slim It just goes right into the chorus. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even switch. It's like, what you That's some brilliant tracking no right there. I um, think I should write albums. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, so this is a good, this is a pretty good album. 
not a good back half. We could have reordered it. We could go back in time. I had fun with this one. I feel like it's an easy one to be like a lay person critic for. Yeah. Which is <laughs> just fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun and it's got a lot of stuff to talk about. So Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Good. Also okay, guys. And, and so Wait, wait, wait. <gasps> what about our M&Ms? Yeah, M&Ms. So how many M&Ms are M&Ms? Ooh. Oh god. <laughs> I forget how we do this ranking. Like if I give it a big number, that means I like M&Ms the candy. Yeah. More than it's M&Ms. It's more M- it would be that M&Ms are more than one M&M. Yeah, then which like, is of course true because there's many in a package. Maybe right. like 30. <gasps> I don't like M&M. Like I um, I don't like his music. Like this I one I'll do a one to one cuz I M&Ms are probably one of my least favorite candies. I do love peanut butter M&Ms, but uh, I like M&Ms quite. M&Ms, I would not choose M&Ms over other candy most of the time, just like I would not choose M&Ms album over most other uh, ones. Just Matt's delivery of I like M&M's quite a bit. He should have been adjusting some glasses while he said that. <laughs> I like M&M's quite a bit. <laughs> and I have some things to say about them. They're good candy. <laughs> like, they're maybe the only, like, old-time, like, old-school candy that is good. <laughs> like, M&M's have been around for fucking uh, ever, and they're good. What about you? How many M&M's do you give M&M's? Uh, I'm sorry. How many M&M's do I give M&M's? And he seems hungry. I'm going to give him a um, <laughs> No, no. How many... Yeah, Colin got it. M&M's do you give M&M's? Still is right, yeah. Uh, I would give my... I would give... Probably like four, I would say. Nice. I, I mean, M&M's are candy that I still occasionally eat. And I gotta be honest, I don't play Eminem all that often. Right. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like, at, literally at work, I have bought a bag of peanut M&Ms and just ate them while I worked. Uh, and, and I play music all day, and music from, I play nostalgic music too, and I don't regularly play Eminem. Uh, that's not just, like, playing this album and playing some of the songs that I was more familiar with, I did enjoy a lot but they're probably still not going to make their way back. Yeah, you're like, you're never going to revisit it, right? Like, yeah. If I picked up the best of again, and it was like just a series of his best songs, I probably would throw that into the circulation. Yeah, Um, that's fair. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? No, it's a good episode. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to Everything You Remember Sucks. And next week, this is it, baby. Shut up and hold me. Thank you.